Welcome everyone to the Roaring Lion Podcast, part of the lionsvirtual.org uh, programs that are available. I am Lion Paul Fugit, and today my guests are uh, the both of the Leo Lion Board Liaisons, uh, Uli Herman from Germany, and Shafani Vin from Suriname. Ladies, welcome to the Roaring Lion Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for Thank having you, us. Paul. It's great to have you both here. I've never had both of the Leo Lion Board Liaisons at the same time before, so this is a first, and this is awesome. Okay. <laughs> <That's laughs> So usually uh, on the podcast here, we have a few questions to start off to get to know our guests. And uh, Uli, I'll start with you first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Uli Herman? Great question. <laughs> no, um, thank you. Uh, well, I am Uli originally from Germany, uh, where I also joined, I started my career as a Leo over 10 years ago now. Um, and uh, I moved to Denmark um, when I did my studies because I just lived like 100 kilometers or maybe I guess you could say like 60 miles from uh, the border. So it was very close and um, being in Denmark, I joined the Danish, line, uh, sorry, the Danish Leos actually um, and continued my journey there. Um, and I haven't really lived in Germany for the last eight years. Um, been part of Leos and Lions and different, in different countries at different levels. Uh, and I'm super glad to have become a Leo Lion, um, actually only recently uh, in Germany in an international Lions Club, Lions Club Unitas Mundi. Um, and I currently live and work in Dublin, Ireland, but my club members are all over Europe and actually the world. So um, we contribute on a global scale and I'm super excited to be a Leo Lion board liaison this year, or one of the two actually. Um, for CA4 and uh, yeah, I am super excited to be here and share some thoughts today. Shafani? Yeah, um, so hi everyone, my name is Shafani. Um, I also started in um, Alliance Club as a Leo over 10 years ago um, in Suriname, living in Suriname and I joined um, Leo Club Karajo. And after um, like eight years, um, I decided to charter a club, Alliance Club. Um, I chartered that club with a few founding members who were uh, Leo friends that I had from the same Leo club I joined. So um, we are now also Leo Lions. So we, we chartered a club, especially for the millennial group. So we only have members or had members who were younger than 40 years old. So um, that is that was the start of my Leo Lion journey. Um, and I'm proud to be a Leo Lion. Um, I had different positions within Alliance Club, um, of course, as a Leo, but also as a Lion in my district, my multiple district. I'm also part of um, the Board of Trustees for the USA Canada. Leo Leadership Foundation, and they organize the Leo, the USA Canada Leo Leadership Forum every year. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit in short about me. And um, I'm also proud to be the Leo Lion Board in Nissan this year, working with Uli, um, meeting a lot of great people um, along the way, 
and also um, on a global scale, being able to share the perspective of young lions and Leo lions for the organization. Yeah, that's it in short. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Uli, um, why did you become a member of Lions Club International and more specifically why you became a Leo? Oh, that's a that's a big question. Uh, I don't think there's just a simple answer um, for that one, but but it's a, it's an important question to ask for sure. Um, well, first things first. My father um, is was a lion already um, more than ten years ago, and I had always heard a lot about um, the work that he did in his club. Now um, his club is an all men's club, um, which obviously wasn't super attractive to me as a lions club as a female myself. Um, but then I actually had a classmate who was a Leo and I found out that the Leo program existed. I uh, started joining their meetings. I went on the Lions Youth Exchange program. And after that, I decided I really wanted to become a Leo and not just join the activities, but actually be, you know, be a proper member um, because I saw the impact that um, we were having and the community that we were building, even just amongst us Leos. It was so great to be part of a group of like-minded individuals that also thought, you know, um, that together we can change our community up and, and uh, improve things and, and help people out. And um, at the same time, the fact that I got to learn amazing leadership skills as well, um, I think it's something that was just an added benefit really, but that's kind of, I guess, the reason why I became a Leo in the first place and then joining Lions now, I think for me, it was just a simple continuation of my previous service life, but it's also thanks to the fact that I had the opportunity to join a Lions club like I did, um, because I'm not certain right now that I'm going to stay in the same city for the next um, two years or more. You know, there's, there's a lot of volatility in that, especially with um, remote work coming up um, and being super big. I uh, definitely wanted to go for a sustainable option where I can serve continuously um, and, you know, don't feel guilty about leaving my club behind somewhere. So, um, yeah, I think that's for me the reason that I, I joined Leo's and then Lions later on, um, and especially my club in particular. I hope that answers the question. <laughs> oh, oh, it definitely does. Uh, Shafani? Good. Yeah. Um... So it's a little similar to Uli, I think. Um, for me, um, when I first had the first touch with the organization was through my one of my best friends, who also was my neighbor. And um, she told me about the Leo Club. And uh, the first thing that really caught my eye was the fest, um, because that's really something we do within the, in the Caribbean, that everyone, a Leo and a lion, they all do a fest. So um, that's a... That's how I um, made the first, you know, touch with Lions Club. And um, within the same month, I know my mom came home one night and she also had a fest, a yellow one, of course, because she joined the Lions Club. And that's how I really um, started to know more about the organization. And then I asked my friend if I could join the Leo Club she was in because my mom's club also had a Leo Club, but I didn't want to join that Leo Club because people would be always be saying, okay, um, always talking about her and saying, oh, your daughter and stuff like that. So I wanted to be in another Leo club. So I joined the one with my friend. And it was really great joining the organization because um, similar to what Uli experienced, I think 
um, you join a group of young people, like-minded young people. Um, you get to plan activities for your community. You see um, the impact that you have in your community, and that was really big for me. And on the other hand, you got you get to learn all those leadership skills, and you get to meet a lot of people um, also within the organization, not only the Leos, but also Lions, getting to work with them, getting to learn from them what they um, have experienced and they they really like sharing that with you. So that is something that really kept me in the organization, having friends in the organization, young and old, and um, being able to um, give service to the community and have an impact in, in the betterment of the community. And that's why I say, um, for me, um, going through transferring or transitioning to lionism, um, was never really a question. It was just when will you do it and how will you do it? And like Willie said, she found a club that um, she joined. And for me, it was more about maybe creating one, um, not only for me, but also for other um, young and like-minded people. So that's it for me. Hello, Paul. Uh, Uli, I see you're a member of the uh, technology committee, and just for those out there, each uh, liaison and international director is assigned to a committee to work on, and Uli, uh, how did you end up on the technology committee, and uh, what, what are your kind of goals as a technology committee as a whole uh, for the association? Yeah, well, you know, um, being in a committee is an appointment um, always, so it's usually based on some of the skills that you may possess already um, prior to your appointment um, or experience or, you know, maybe you just expressed interest for it. Um, you know, there's there's a, a lot of different reasons why somebody is appointed to a committee. Now, I think in my case, the appointment was based on my um, work experience uh, particularly and um, also my level of interest in tech and um, generally uh, you know transformational technology technologically uh, sorry transformational technological topics um, so digital digital transformation for example is something I'm very passionate about I um, previously worked at uh, a company called Salesforce um, that basically does a lot of that, and I currently work for Google. So um, there's a lot of uh, digital transformation um, happening in my work life. So um, I feel like it's a, it's a great match where I can hopefully bring some perspective, especially as a young lion uh, and a Leo lion. Um, so, sorry, what was the second part of the question? Could you repeat that? Uh, what what's going on with uh, some of the stuff coming out of the technology committee right now? Anything oh, exciting? Right. Yeah, actually, there's a bunch of things happening. Um, there was um, some information sent around earlier around um, things that we are going to be deciding on at the next um, board meeting in October. And it has to do with our um, systems and how we can improve them. Um, just to give you maybe some background, obviously, um, in terms of technology, there's certain systems that are available to members and volunteers at this time. Um, and 
kind of the, the role of the technology committee is to improve those um, systems and tools uh, to make them um, better, more accessible uh, to people to drive adoption so that, you know, we didn't just invest in these tools, but actually those tools get used. And also um, to make sure that the back end in terms of LCI is, um, you know, working well and it's working in the way that we need it to work. So maybe sometimes uh, some systems don't necessarily, uh, you know, cover all the needs that we have because obviously technology is um, developing so quickly. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that may come up in, in next year or something that um, don't exist yet, but that's exactly the reason that the technology committee is a super vital part of um, the board of directors because um, there's so much change happening and, um, you know, it's, it's, I feel so incredibly privileged to uh, be able to be part of it. I feel honored that I get to uh, talk with these members on this because I feel like it's a committee that really also drives um, the technological change for the future in Alliance International. So um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of little projects um, that we're working on. I don't think I should go into too much detail because it's a lot, <laughs> but just to give you a quick overview there. Thank you, Uli. Shafani, you're on the membership committee. Uh, anything uh, exciting going on on that committee right now? Yeah, so um, the membership committee, well, I think it's always exciting <laughs> because we're a, a surface club organization and our members are really important. So um, keeping our members happy is really so the, the main thing in the membership committee that we focus on is, of course, um, membership experience, of course, enhancing the membership experience, but also looking at chartering new clubs um, and getting new members. So recruiting and in that, um, for that instance, we're looking at different, the different types of memberships. Um, we also, as LCI, as you may know, we have a new strategic plan. Um, the LCI strategic plan, and in that plan, we, we as a membership committee have a few, quite a few goals, a few that we'll be looking at as a priority for this first year, but um, will also have an impact on the following years that we have. So um, looking at um, new, I wouldn't say new membership types, but exploring what membership types we may uh, want to look at in the future. Um, and of course, um, looking at the programs that we already have. Um, for example, the Leo Club program has, has a special um, part in the strategic plan. We also call it the Leo strategic plan, where there are specific um, actions that need to be taken to also have an impact on the Leo Lion program, for example, to really enhance the, the transition from Leos to Lions and having more Leo Lions or, or more formal Lions join the organization. So there's a lot happening, but um, it's all exciting. Um, we have different things. And of course, it's all about recruiting new members, but also on the other side, the retention, um, retaining your members through a great membership experience. Yeah. Thank you, Shafani. So let's get into uh, what's going on with uh, the Leo Lion program now. Uh, at the U.S. Acana Forum in Des Moines a couple of weeks ago, it was revealed that only 
a little over 3% of Leos are graduating to the Leo Lion program. Um, I guess, what uh, what are you two trying to accomplish to hopefully get that uh, number up a little bit? Honey, do you want to get started on this one? Yeah. Um, so the one thing, the first thing that you're doing, but I, I think that everyone in the world, we have a lot of new lions. We have um, former lions, but we also have lions who are really um, Leo-minded, let's call it that. Um, the first thing that we're doing is that um, creating more awareness about the Leo Lion program. Um, we have seen in different conversations and discussions, um, we perceive that there's a lot of misconceptions of being a Leo Lion. Um, we have heard misconceptions like um, Leos graduate to Leo Lion and then after they're 35, they graduate further to being a lion. Um, things like that, that is um, not true. So I think that the, the thing that we're really looking at is um, creating more awareness about the Leo Lion program. And I think the former um, Leo Lion board meetings that we had did a really great job in doing that in the previous years. Um, we've had over 50% um, over growth for the last fiscal year. So that is really great. And we're just furthering with that, working with different, um, different actors in the organization, like the Leo Advisory Panelists, to create awareness. But we're also um, going to different forums, as Uli is in Greece now. I was at the USA Canada Science Leadership Forum. So there are different ways that we're doing that. And the new thing that we are also, that is implemented in this year, um, it got approved in the board meeting in April is that you now also have a Leo or Leo Lion cabinet liaison or council liaison. So that's a role similar to the board liaison role. And by that, with that role, we're hoping that on the level of a district, but also the council, um, you will have that young voice that um, liaison, liaison between the lions and the Leos in that specific district or council to really engage with the lions and the leos and to, to further you know that that growth for the leo lion program but also in regards to young lions because as a whole we're, we're the voice for young lions not only leo lions but i think that the first thing to look at is our leos that we already already have in the organization and by really enhancing that membership experience really discussing the opportunities that Leos have in the organization that will have a big impact on um, getting more numbers of more Leos joining our organization as Leo Lions. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, yeah, I, I completely obviously agree with everything you said there and that really covers a lot of what we're already doing. But I think an important point to mention is as well that we are promoting reporting a lot because um, in a lot of countries, especially Leo members are underreported. And through that, Leo Lionism often is underreported as well. So it's not just the um, building of awareness, it's also promoting the reporting of it. Now, um, obviously Leo Lion being a fairly new program to a lot of people, 
means that you know the reporting is um, sometimes a little bit more cumbersome, um, at least because the structures don't exist yet in some parts of the world. And this is something we're also working on. So especially in um, CA4, that's something that I'm focusing on um, because um, you know systems don't always talk with each other, which also makes it actually fun that I am in the technology committee and this is something you know on uh, on my agenda, so to say. So um, yeah, for sure, everything that you said, Shafani, um, is is super true. Um, awareness building, I think, for me personally, is going to be one of the uh, goals here at the Europa Forum uh, this week. So um, I will I will do my best to, you know, promote our our fantastic program and to help people see that there are options for what's to come after Leo. You know, once you age out of your club. Uh, that you don't have to, um, you know, go full line and join. Um, and not that sounds wrong. <laughs> not not join, um, you know, the club of your parents necessarily. If if that's you know is that what you know, but you have options of uh, Leo lines, Leo line clubs, or founding your own club like Shifani did. Um, you know, finding new types of clubs like I did. Um, that's something I think. Um, will also help promote Leonidism um, overall. Yeah, I think that's that's my piece of yeah, mind on this. <laughs> I, uh, I have noticed being a district governor that uh, some governors are doing a young lion slash Leo lion slash Leo uh, advisor to some of their cabinets and that has been a very positive thing that's has happened in some of the districts that I've seen my fellow governors do and it's been uh, a very good experience I've heard so far after they've had actually all governors should have their first cabinet meeting done by now being in October and it sounds like um, that is going along very very well and that was a good recommendation uh, from uh, the uh, the board and previously aligned board liaisons to do that um, this question is both for both of you too. Uh, what are some positives that you you've seen so far uh, as your year as Leo Lion board liaisons? Just stories, success stories. You know, what what's some of the things that you've really has caught your attention? Um, for me, what I had being that we're all virtual now, um, I had a few. Um, engagements with Leos, um, but also Leo Lions from all over the world. And I think a positive thing is that um, I think in the time we're living in now with COVID and everyone being, it's you're, you're really, everyone is having that sense that you need to come out of your comfort zone while we've been here in, co in the COVID situation for more than a year now, or is it two years? I'm losing count, but I think everyone has been challenged to step out of their comfort zone. And uh, a, a success story that I really love, a uh, love of what I've seen up until now is that a few Leo clubs from um, Leo's, but also help with Leo lines, um, that they've um, created their own virtual platform for leadership development. And they're really working um, with clubs from different countries, connecting virtually, um, making their own curriculum, and really enhancing the leadership development 
And I think that um, that I also had a meeting with Leos from Malaysia having an installation ceremony. But in that ceremony, they also talked about what they're doing, the surface work they, they are doing. Um, I think that's really great. We're seeing all over, um, also for the USA Canada Leadership Foundation that went virtually this year. Um, you're seeing all over the world that Leos um, are also coming together and the journey continues. And you see that now with everything going virtual, everything changing, that you see that the impact of having young people in the organization is really big. Because now what we're seeing is that the young, the young adults, the young people in the organization are working together with the older generations and really getting them to learn more of the technology side of things and enhancing that, improving that, implementing that in the organization. And I think that's really great because I think the organization showed resilience in the last year and everything, people would have thought that um, the surface work would stop, but I think it's getting bigger and better. So that's it. I think that's the main thing that I've seen for the last few months and the last year. That's so cool. Actually, yeah, I, I completely, I think so as well. I think for me, the, the some of the biggest success stories, um, or I want to call them uh, not success stories, but, you know, uh, Leo wins maybe, or, or Young Lion wins, is um, that, uh, you know, in Germany, there was a big flooding um, just um, a couple of months, maybe weeks ago. Yeah, I'm also losing track of time here, Shifani, you're not alone. Um, and it was really devastating. And um, it was the Leos uh, together with the Lions that really came together and uh, collaborated and worked both in, you know, the ways that they could, um, where, you know, traditionally it's often like this with the um, Lions. Obviously, they do uh, some uh, hands-on activities, but often they will have the ability to donate more money, whereas leaders often don't. And this is definitely something that we saw there as well. However, um, the Lions were really inspired by what the Leos were doing and joined in. And together they cleaned up an entire like tunnel in, in one of the cities that was affected. And um, it, it was incredible to look at. I really thought that was one of the best things I've seen um, come out this year. Additionally to that, um, a club was founded in my district, a Leo Lion Club. That was a personal little win. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of things happening. There's, there's um, clubs and districts um, twinning um, between different constitutional areas as well. Um, there's a lot of uh, collaboration going on, I think, um, you know, driven a lot by uh, young lions or Leos and... Um, I think this is something we'll continue to see. And it is something that I feel like everybody can learn a bit from because, you know, one thing is obviously, you know, doing your things well in your club and, uh, you know, making sure that uh, your activities are effective and they're actually, you know, helping people. Another thing is to get inspiration. And sometimes inspiration runs dry, especially in times like these when everybody was stuck at home. Um, so to collaborate and, and to see this collaboration, I think is super inspiring and, and can help motivate a lot of members to um, get up and, and, you know, maybe find new ways to tackle old problems. So um, 
yeah, I think those are those are some of the wins I've. I, I like those stories. I always like seeing the success stories. Uh, whenever I'm district governor, going to clubs too, I'm I'm the same way. Uh, seeing what's what's being successful and what, as you call it, Uli, winning out there, uh, for sure. Um, any updates to like uh, what the Leo Lion program will be doing here in the next uh, few months? Uh, anything new, exciting uh, coming down the road for Leo Lion program at all? <laughs> Well, um, due to COVID, we have the, um, the Leo Lion Culture Exchange Ambassador. That's a, a, like a scholarship opportunity for Leo Lions to um, apply for. But of course, due to um, the COVID pandemic and the restrictions, we really haven't had the opportunity to really implement that. So the, the Culture Exchange Ambassador Program is more that you have new Lions who can apply for that and they, based on um, the scholarship from Lions Love International, they will be able to uh, go to a, a Lions Forum in another constitutional area. The first one actually that we are able to do is um, happening right now. We have a Leo Lion from Constitutional Area 1 going to Greece, or he's already in Greece, that would be Leo Lion Brandon Johnson. So um, hopefully we will have um, the opportunity to really roll out this program. Um, we, on the website, um, if people want to go to apply for the program, they could go on the website, of course, for the Leo Lion program, and they will see that you have an apply button on the program. And um, we only have now opened the FOLAC, FOLAC Lions Forum. So people, the Leo Lions who are eligible can, of course, apply for that. Um, another thing is that the Leo Lion um, Advanced Leadership Institute scholarship that we also have, um, that is also a leadership um, development opportunity that Leo Lions can apply for. Um, and everything is also on the website. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything, Uli. No, that sounds about right. Um, I think that's that's it. Yeah, those are some some of the developments for sure. Um, maybe maybe something else will come to mind later, but I think that's it. Yeah. Well, I have to say I'm very proud of the Leo Lion pins that were made uh, last year. Oh, yeah. I definitely wear mine proudly, and I see in both of your uh, pictures on the website that you both wear yours proudly, and that is something definitely. that uh, has been very popular. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But I think only one, one more thing is that um, I think that more we have, I would think that we have, like Uli was saying, I think we have more Leo Lions in the world. Because for, for example, um, only this year, I reached out to a few people who were in the system as um, regular Lions. And I reached out to them because I knew that they were eligible to be Leo Lions. So they changed the information in the system, of course, and now they're also listed as Leo Lions in the system. And of course, they were also really excited about, about the PIN. Now that you're mentioning the PIN, uh, Paul, they were really excited by the, about the PIN and it's exclusively for Leo Lions. So um, no one could really get the PIN. You need to be a Leo Lion to get the PIN. So um, of course, if Leos want to be Lions and you want that exclusive PIN, 
you need to be added to the system as a Leo lion. And of course, as a Leo lion, there are other benefits that you have. You have a 50% discount on your international juice up until you're 35. So these are great benefits that Leo lions get. I think actually the pin is a, is a really good mention there um, because it also, you know, gives people to the opportunity to spread more awareness without just us doing it, you know, just not, not just us, Shafani and I, um, but, um, you know, everybody gets to spread awareness through that. People will be like, oh, what's that pin? You know, what does it mean? Um, so definitely, if you are a live line, you can get the pin, do it and spread the word of this awesome program. Yes, Uli, that's why I mentioned the pin. I do get a lot of compliments on that because they're like, I've never seen that pin before. What is that? And I always tell them. So uh, it's, a, it's a point of pride for sure. Um, anything else that you two want to bring up about Leo Lions or uh, anything in general before we uh, end the podcast episode here? Well, I would say um, I think it's great that you brought up that story about um, creating awareness because I think that um, in the world right now you, we have a few we know of a few people but I think we need everyone's help to create more awareness about the Levine program. Of course the organization is really big it is across all over the world and of course two people are um, two people can't only do the job that's why we need ambassadors all over and I think this like for example Paul you being a Leo Lion you having your voice you having this podcast being a district governor I think it's really ending we need all Leo Lions and all young Lions Leos to get um, to create awareness not only about the Leo Lion program or being a Leo Lion but of course um, creating awareness of about young lions, the perspectives of young lions in the organization, and um, being part of decision-making in the organization. I think that's really important. And I think that as young lions, as young people in the organization, we should be aware of that people want to hear our voice. So we should let them hear our voice. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I think the only thing I have to add is that um, the Lion is an amazing program, but it's still um, very fairly young compared to other programs within Alliance Clubs International. Uh, if we take uh, Leo Clubs, for example, you know, it's, it's a program that has spanned decades and there's still Lions only finding out about Leos. So um, definitely we should, you know, utilize the skills we have as young Lions um, of probably knowing a lot of how uh, the interweb and the internet works and social media um, and utilize all of those things to, to spread the word because this program, I think, really can drive the future of the organization. So, um, you know, take the opportunity and, and show off your beautiful Leoline pin. Well, I'd like to thank you both for taking time out of your day, Uli, time out of your evening over in uh, Ireland. And Shafani, uh, thank you for taking time out of your afternoon for doing this. It's very appreciated. I know the people uh, part of the lionsvirtual.org uh, platform really love these podcasts. And it's a pleasure to have you both here for this one. Thank you for having us, Paul. And it was great talking to you today.
Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to spread the word a bit more. Thank you. You are welcome. And as always, you can check out all the events happening at Lions Virtual at lionsvirtual.org. There's plenty of stuff coming up. And as always, stay safe out there and keep serving.